Hello, this is Galut Radio, and my name is David. And Galut means exile, and the purpose of this um, broadcast is to bring the Aleph into the Galut and make it Gula, redemption. In other words, to bring light into the darkness. As it says, the greatest light comes from the darkness. And certainly we are in a very dark time. And, um, and therefore, and partly because of uh, where we ended in the last episode, and because it's just always a good thing to talk about, brings a lot of light into the world, uh, just to talk about it is sex. So I thought that this episode I would just devote to sexuality. There's so many things to say about it. And because in the last episode, in going over the time sequences of uh, creation, that we talked about how it was that the first human being was androgynous, male and female, equally. and But the male couldn't see the female, and therefore the creator divided this androgynous human being into two, and and now they could see each other, but they lacked the kind of unity and oneness they had experienced before, and therefore they just had this uh, enormous urge to go back to that uh, uh, state, which now in two human beings, male and female, uh, one overt and one concave, to fit them together, and uh, through this process is um, brought about uh, just this enormous pleasure, like no other pleasure in the world. As we see that with sexuality, it's the kind of thing, you know, you could see it, you could hear it, you could talk about it, read about it, but until one experiences sexuality, you have no idea what it is. Just absolutely not. And uh, uh, and why is that? And it's interesting. We see that in the expression in the Torah, the Torah being teaching, and uh, and, and in the teachings of the Jewish people uh, uh, expressed how that man knew woman. What does he mean? He knew her. So it seems like kind of a gentle way, a hidden way to talk about sex, but no, it really means something because see, knowing is what uh, puts the right and the left lobes of the brain together. That the right lobe is considered uh, father and the left lobe is considered mother. The right lobe of the brain being where, it, uh, uh, where the soul comes into the body and illuminates the brain to the point where the brain can ask, Ma, what? What is it? You know, so you see a flash in the sky. Ooh, what was that? But it's entered into your being now, and maybe it's much more than you just saw from the, uh, from the onset. And, and it begins to, to, to seed the person. And the same way with the soul come into the right side of the brain, that it seeds the person with spiritual knowledge. Enough to ask the que <clears throat> enough to ask the question, what is it? What was that beam of light? And even though this process happens very quickly, going back and forth, uh, between the right and the left side of the brain, but the left side of the brain, that's where suddenly the darkness is enclosed in light and is able then to, is enclosed, um, the, the light is actually in, embedded into the darkness, like the seed is embedded into the woman, and it begins to grow. And it goes back and forth between, you know, sort of mother and father, mother and father, until finally there is birth. And there's a thinking process. And when there is birth, there's epiphany. Ooh, now I know this. I thought about it, and now I know it. And it's the difference between people who say they believe in things. Someone was asked me once, uh, he said, I could only answer him yes or no. And he said, do you believe in God? And I said, no. And uh, the reason was, because I know there's God. You believe in what you don't know. 
And knowing comes from experience. And when we're in this dark world, and when we just don't know what to do, we all do the same thing. We're human beings. We reach out for the Creator. Help us. And that's true prayer. Prayer is when you need something, you ask the Creator. Now, one can speak with those who have passed away, prophets or friends or teachers. Many people have that, uh, uh, that way of communion with people uh, who have passed away. And that's a, that's a very wonderful thing to do. It's like an invisible friend and someone who had a lot of effect on the person or the person, uh, you know, believes or knows. But one would not want to pray to, you know, some friend to help them out on earth because that only comes from the Creator. And the Creator is the source of all goodness in the world. And even though the Creator is on the other side of creation, beyond all the high spiritual worlds, the Creator is here for all of us. And through what we ask of the Creator, the Creator will give to us, you know, in, uh, uh, through heaven. And, 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 and after being uh, filtered through heaven and comes down a little bit of light, there's just what the person needs, and that is the answer of their prayer. And, and sometimes the answer of the prayer, you know, is not a pleasure. Like what we're going on now, there are many people in the world who really worry about our Earth, who understand that Mother Earth is truly uh, alive, and has feelings and can get sick, can, can get hot and have a fever and suddenly her polar caps are melting. And there are people who pray to the Creator to help our world. And how did the Creator respond? Sent us a little bug into the place of, uh, that, that was the main place of uh, running the engine of the economic economy, which was China. They, they, they're the biggest exporter and because they have one and a half billion people that they've been able to give, you know, a pretty good life to. I, actually, I feel very proud of China, what they have done. I, I've watched this over my lifetime, and uh, it, it's really quite amazing. And, uh, and, 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 but it got, you know, they're just filling the, uh, 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 the needs of the people in the world. They're not making any kind of moral, uh, assessment on what they're doing. You need this part, we'll make it. And, uh, and, and that's what the whole global economy is built upon is, uh, you know, a, a, a demand, uh, supply and demand. So the first thing God did in answer to everyone's prayers, all the people's prayers about the health of our planet, that God sent this little bug into uh, China and stopped the supply. And suddenly there was a huge demand that supply could not fix. And uh, the stock market fell. And, uh, and, and, and as China uh, recuperated uh, from this plague, the rest of the world was just getting to, to uh, you know, to, uh, to have it. So now the problem was demand. Now supply was starting to build up, but there wasn't any demand and no one knows what's going to be. I mean, the whole thing might last, you know, a month, more, but there's no question it's really uh, dealt a blow to uh, our economical system. And, uh, and so in a sense, it, it, it certainly has been a blessing in that we have had time to let the, the earth uh, rest and to let people look at what we've been doing, because we've all been like moving so fast, each a cog in this uh, system. And uh, now we have time to look at it and to try to understand what the Creator is doing by sending this uh, death into the world. And it's interesting that I, you know, uh, uh, I've known people who have been, 
you know, uh, out in, you know, real war, I have myself been. And one of the things that you see in people who kill, I'm not making any judgment, it's right or wrong, they're in the service, you know. But for people who kill, a, a, um, uh, a reaction, the human reaction to killing is to have sex. And that's why soldiers are famous uh, for raping. They kill and then they rape. Because sex is the opposite of death. Why? Because the finality of, of death is, is, is sort of balanced again against the 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 temporal tempor, the temp the, the temporal uh, nature of sex, and it, you know, a death the thing's over. But with sex, there is the beginning of life. That's just um, uh, which is the opposite of death. And sex is this wanting to come back into unity. And of course, we never get there. You know, it's not possible we'll always have this separation. Because in that separation, there is the longing. And we have the same relationship with the Creator that in the separation, there is the longing. You know, before creation, everything was one. And now that there is creation and duality, the duality is reflected all the way back to the Creator, and then that there is the Creator and there is creation. And no matter how close one can come to God in creation, you're always in creation. And so there's always that longing uh, for the Creator. And uh, uh, in the beginning of creation, that each uh, uh, male was born with uh, usually a couple of females in order that uh, the human race could begin. And after a short time, you know, we started, you know, uh, you know, as there got to be more people. And, uh, uh, and, and autumn, we've been talking about autumn and the tree of life and how he'd been thrown out of the Garden of Eden. And the first place he went was Eretz, and then he went to uh, uh, to Adama, and there uh, Kain and Hevel were born, and, and Kain killed Hevel, and Adam went to Arca. The, the, the next planet that we would know is Uranus. And um, uh, but what did he do? He and Chava had separated. She had come down to the earth, which is called Tevel. Which is the Gematria four three two, which is the uh, the the the, resonant, the resonance of the earth, and uh, uh, oh, and so Adam uh, while well, he's on Arca, and Cain he's uh, he he has to go back to Eretz, and then he I'm not get this confused. It's the other way that Adam stay, stayed on Adama. And he went to Arca. That's right. Cain went to Arca. And uh, uh, there he started having progeny. And what was Adam doing in uh, uh, Adama, which was Neptune? So uh, he was with Lilith. Because even in androgyny, there were two women within him. And uh, they, they, they say that in the beginning, when God separated him, wasn't just in two, the women were also in two. And that he, he tried to have sex with Lilith, but she wanted to be on top. And he wanted to be on top, so he went to Chava, and she was more malleable, and he got what he wanted, but in the end he didn't uh, treat her well, didn't respect her, wiped his hands on her. And in the begin and, and in the end, you know, uh, uh, he went uh, uh, he went to Lilith, and he was with Lilith for a hundred and thirty years. And from him and Lilith, there came about um, uh, um, entities, not very good entities, and was filling you know, this space of our solar system with entities. That's what they were producing. 
And, uh, you know, they're not humans. They're not angels. They're the product of two fire human beings, spiritual human beings. You know, their fire has been greatly dulled after they got thrown out of the Garden of Eden. And it's interested in Hebrew, or means light, but it also means skin. It's just spelled a little differently. With an aleph, it's light, and with an ayin, it's, it's skin. But it's pronounced the same way. Or, and the light that they were was reduced down to a skin. And that's how they were able to exist in the, uh, in, in the solar system. And uh, after 130 years, the seventh, in the seventh generation, where Lemek kills Cain, he goes to his wives and pleads with them, don't blame me, I'm the 777, which is the, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the sign of the angel of death. 777, and, uh, and they refuse to have sex with him. So he goes to Autumn. You know, Autumn lived like, you know, a thousand years, and this is only 130 years. And he goes to Autumn, he explains to Autumn his problem. And what's the problem? That the wives say, look, we know the flood is coming to us. And we know we're all going to be destroyed. So what's the point of having sex and having children? Or even having pleasure? And, uh, and so Autumn says to Lamech, go back to your wives and tell them, just do what God said. That's the main thing. So look what happened to me. I didn't do what God said. God said, don't eat from the tree. I ate from the tree. And I brought death into the world. So Lamech says to Autumn, and what about you? Look at you. You've been, you've been away from your wife for uh, 130 years, hanging out with Lilith and making a bunch of entities. Is that what God told you to do? So Adam says, you know, you're right. And at that point, he goes, he goes down to the earth and has sex with Chava. And as a result, they have uh, 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 Shet. And Shet, he is the one, the human being that we all uh, come from. I mean, we all come from Autumn, but also the entities share that. But Shet, he is the beginning of the physical human being. And, uh, and it goes to an also, uh, uh, in the seventh generation, is also another Lemek, and he lives 777 years, which is interesting in our time, and also in exploring uh, this idea of sex, because sex is a positive thing or a negative thing. It really depends upon how one uses it, what one does uh, with their sexual energy. You know, it's a very productive energy, and if one can channel it, and, and uh, you know, it says, like, a, a strong man is one who can... Uh, hold and channel his sexual energy. It's like a river. And you have to be able to hold, to dam back that river when, uh, when that's necessary. You can't let it just overflow and, and push the body to do something that the body uh, doesn't want to, you know, the soul doesn't want to do. But the body now has overcome the soul. Also, there's a few things about sex, which are uh, uh, one particular thing about sex. You know, it's a very kind of animalistic thing, you know. Sex, the animal just takes over, and that's good. We need the animal. We, we, we want the animal. You know, it's just like, you know, you can get a lot further if you got an animal. You just got to walk, you know, it takes a long time. But the animal, you know, does, you know, gets us excited and, uh, uh, you know, and is not afraid and really helps us get through difficult things. But one of the big differences between the animal and the human being is the animal is, um, uh, has sex and has, uh, you know, I don't know how much pleasure they have, you know, but they have sex and uh, one assumes it's pleasurable, but it's kind of forced upon them at a particular time called when the animal's in heat. And it may not be for every animal, but certainly the great majority of animals, you know, that's how they function. And uh, when they're not, you know, in heat, 
you know, they might mess around, smell each other, whatever, but they don't have, uh, uh, they don't have sex. They have to wait until, uh, you know, the female uh, goes into heat and wants to receive the male. And why? Because sex for an animal is about procreation. But the human being is different. We can have sex at any time. And, and, and because sex is not just uh, for procreation, but sex is also for pleasure. And, 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 and one of the great pleasures beyond the physical pleasure is just the, the spiritual uh, uh, knowing that we have being with another person. You know, uh, entering into another person or being entered into by another person. And it makes this kind of unity and oneness, which is like nothing else in the world. And, uh, uh, and, and the law about sexual, it's interesting because one of the seven commandments given to the world by Noah is uh, 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 to make laws about sexuality. Because there aren't any laws about sexuality. You know, I, I mean, you know, like, um, it's different from stealing and murder, which are also, you know, two other of the uh, seven commandments. There the question is, what is stealing and what is murder? But, 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 but the, the, the commandment of sexuality is for the human being to make laws so they can live together as a human being. One of the obvious things is, you know, the age of consent. And, you know, in a lot of the world, the age of consent is 18 years. And, it, it, you know, if a person has sex before that with someone who is older than, than 18, it's considered, you know, abuse. It's a type of rape because, you know, it's considered a person until they're 18. You know, they're just finding out about sex and it can be easily manipulated. And the, the law is there to try to protect uh, the young people. And, uh, and once the, you know, it has the law, then, but there's nothing that is intrinsically bad about sex. Except it can be used in a bad way. I mean, in itself, it's a very good thing. And you could say the same about the drugs that are natural to our earth, like uh, opium and cocaine. And opium is made uh, by, by God and given to a particular place in the world that should be one of the richest places in the world because it's more than something like oil. It has the drug that can stop pain. And, you know, people will give a lot to, to stop pain. And uh, uh, and same with cocaine. There are people in the world who are going through famine, and cocaine can take you through a long time of famine. And these were given to the earth so that uh, people on the earth should not have to have so much pain and should not have to suffer famine so much because just the way the weather works, and there's a, this is always going to happen somewhere in the world. But because, you know, unfortunately through war, whether it's the war on drugs or the war on the countries that make the drugs, that, uh, 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 you know, the, the, uh, this God-given privilege has been taken away in, in order that, uh, you know, rich people can, can become richer. You know, instead of uh, opium, we have oxycotton. Instead of cocaine, you know, who knows, we got caffeine. You know, we can't really improve on God. It's how we use it. And the same certainly can be said about sexuality, that it's not about um, uh, how we, uh, you know, it's not about whether you had sex or you didn't have sex. It's what kind of sex did you have? And uh, there is lots uh, in the Torah the book of teaching of the Jewish people about sex, because sex is just profuse throughout creation. In create even the light and darkness, everything merges together. There's always this duality that merges together momentarily. And, uh, and, and it gives life to the next cycle. It's sort of like the, uh, uh, the wave sign that uh, 
you know, goes above and below the, uh, 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 the, the, the horizontal line, equally above, equally below. And this, again, is male and female. As it crosses the zero point, they merge. And it's that merging that allows the next movement to happen. And uh, that is certainly true in music, I mean, in art, in everything, because sexuality is everywhere. And one of the reasons why uh, the rabbis prohibited the study of the Zohar, the, the, the highest book of all the Jewish uh, uh, texts, uh, written down 2,000 years ago and delivered to the earth 1,000 years later, and only recently has been brought to, to the world uh, uh, that, that they didn't want people to, to read it because so many of the inferences and metaphors were, were very sexual. And why is this? Because God wants to be known and low, just like man knew woman. God wants to be known and low. And it's kind of this sexuality between God and creation, and we are the pinnacle <coughs> of creation because we are the lowest place in creation. Physicality, everything that surrounds us is spiritual. We are physical. There's nothing lower than us. And when we leave, we go back to the spirituality, back to our soul, uh, where we came from. And... Um, uh, and, and so it, it, it's important, you know, to try to understand that since there are no rules to sexuality, and it's one of the things that in the Talmud, you know, there's 613 commandments uh, for the Jewish people. And, uh, and there's laws oh, without end. But when it comes to sexuality, there is no law. Whatever people do, I mean, if they're allowed to be together, whatever people do, uh, that's fine with God. And, and, and how, what, why is this? Because the inference is that whatever you do in this world, that, it, you know, God will be there with you, whether it's good or bad. Whatever you do, it's God who animates you, you know, moment by moment. Creation happens moment by moment. And God animates the person moment by moment and is there with the person while they do good or while they do bad. And that's up to the human being. That, 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 that's their freedom of choice. But sometimes, you know, you know, uh, you know, God through heaven intervenes if we're going to be, you know, set upon by something that just happened to be there. That's not like free choice. God protects us if we merit that. But the free choice is, you know, is up to the person. And, you know, and it's really, you know, a choice about, you know, who you have sex with. And it's not just the choice of one. It has to be the choice of two. Both have to agree to this. And because, like this, uh, um, uh, the idea of sexuality, again, is embedded throughout creation, even in the relationship with the creator and creation. Therefore, um, um, you know, the, 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 everything we know about sexuality, everything we experience about sexuality, really has a lot to say about who we are uh, in, in our relationship with the Creator. And, you know, one of the things about sexuality that the rabbis were very adamant about, there's no law about it, how, how to be sexual, except you have to take off your clothes. That's, you know, you got to be naked when you have sex, because otherwise, you know, sex is supposed to be something which is really where you open up. You don't hide anything. As it says, you know, if you want to get the truth from someone, ask them in the bathhouse, because it's very hard to lie if you're naked. And certainly the, the same is with sexuality, but... Unfortunately, there are, you know, one is able to just pretend, which is not nice to their partner because maybe the partner's not pretending. So, you know, it's a dance. It's really a dance, and one has to be prepared to open up and really trust the person that they're with. But then there's the other type of sex that we call fucking. 
And uh, that's not, that, that, that's all about fooling the other people, the other person. And let's talk about that in a moment. I'm going to take a little break here at 30, 30 minutes and uh, be right back. <clears throat> okay. Welcome back to Galut Radio. Um, feel free to come and visit my site at kabbalisticnews.com uh, where you can check out uh, five books I've published and a course I have and uh, videos and a couple poems and some funny stuff. And um, yes, that's my little commercial for myself. Now to go on. So uh, um, we began talking about fucking. And the word fuck, it's interesting. I once heard this from a very esteemed rabbi that the, the word fuck happens to have four words just like God's name. And he says this is important. Why? Because there's a concept called lumazeh, the opposite. Since we live in duality, whatever there is in a, uh, in a good way, there's also in a bad way. And there's nothing greater and gooder. <laughs> That's funny. There's nothing greater or more good than... Uh, uh, then God's name. And what's the opposite to that? The opposite is the word fuck, which is a, an acrostic for fornication under consent of the king. Because uh, there, uh, uh, the way the Church of England began was they were Catholic until the king decided, I'm tired of killing the queens to get another one. I'm going to institute divorce. And no one ever heard of divorce. Uh, of course, it's in the Torah, but uh, you know, it's funny. In the Torah, they say, why does, the, why does the tractate of marriage come after the tractate of divorce? And they answer, because the cure comes before the sickness. It's kind of a, couple, it's kind of a Talmudic joke. Maybe not such a joke. Anyways, he instituted, the king instituted divorce, but the people didn't know. All they knew is the king's taken another queen. The other queen's still alive, and now he's got another one. So they started doing the same thing. They, they had a wife, but, you know, they went off and got another one. And they'd ask, you know, what are you doing? And they would answer this fornication under consent of the king. The king's doing it, so I can do it. And I guess this is the importance of being a good example in the world. That someone shouldn't say, well, this person did it, so I'm going to do it. And, uh, and so this is where the word fuck came instituted. And it's a, it's a global word. You can hear people speaking Japanese or Russian in the middle and go, oh, fuck. It's known in every uh, place. Why? Because... Uh, it, it's the opposite of good sexuality. And, and because the Jewish people, in a sense, were known for sexuality, and there's reasons for that, one of the reasons is that we're, uh, men are not allowed to masturbate. And it's laws, important laws about this stuff. I mean, no, they're watching you. Someone wants to do the law of God. And it says, one who control their sexuality, that's a righteous person. Everything else can be just kind of the nature of the person. But, but, but to control one's sexuality, that takes some strength. And that's a real righteous person. And, uh, um, yeah, so be, because, uh, and it's a good advice to all men, they shouldn't masturbate. Why? Because the, um, uh, the thing of sex is really the energy. And that's what the woman wants. She feels in the man that energy. She wants that energy. And uh, that's what brings them together. And, uh, 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 and the energy of the man is encapsulated in the idea of holding back, uh, you know, the string of the bow. And the further you can hold it back, the further the arrow is going to go. And that's what a woman uh, uh, feels in a man, that he, he's holding that energy back. And she wants, you know, if she wants to release it, 
for him, then that becomes, you know, a mutual thing, good for both of them. And uh, uh, and uh, sexuality, uh, I mean, just gives life to the man because the energy, uh, uh, the sperm, starts in the brain. And it comes in through that cord of the soul, and, it, and the man is actually a conduit for the heavens into the woman from heaven to earth, and man is just the conduit. And it, it, it happens in his brain, and then it's known in the third eye, and it goes down the spine and settles in the, it, you know, in the balls where it gets cooked. That's how the Talmud puts it. Until it gets delivered to the woman, and it's all about the man in his mind being able to hold that, that back, one, to give a woman more pleasure during sex, and, and second, that there should be the most energy possible going into the, you know, uh, into the woman. I mean, the man's not always, you know, gets to a point where maybe a man just can't hold back anymore, and that's it. But if one works at this, and if a man does not masturbate, then uh, uh, you can really become a very strong, a very virile man into old age. The, you know, men can have sex all their lives. Women are, women are different. Uh, women are free to masturbate and, 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 and to be with one another. You know, the, um, uh, the um, prohibition in the Torah against homosexuality is only Jewish men, not women and not anybody else in the world. And, and it's unfortunate how this has been taken and really, uh, 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 you know, made into like a poison, has taken this prohibition and, and has made it to all people, has made people homophobic because of this. And it's not only that. There, there, there are other laws which uh, religion has just fragrantly just skewed and changed. For example, abortion, that it is known uh, by the Semitic people, Arab and Jewish, in the Quran and in the Torah, that a child becomes, uh, the soul comes into the body at 41 days after creation. When scientists see the zygote become an embryo, and means before 41 days of a woman, uh, um, uh, uh, if a woman, uh, can't think of the word, nullifies, uh, a, 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 a pregnancy before 41 days is not an abortion. And all the arguing about abortion and homosexuality is the, is the result of laws made by the church, who, by the way, don't have a book of prophecy, and, and, but they are the, uh, you know, they, they are the head of Rome, the Holy Roman Church, and and this information is just wrong, and and this is where you know the people get fucked, where people use sexuality, the beautiful sexuality, but there is the opposite of it, and the opposite of it is using it for something that it's not, and claiming that is they have some right to make laws over who can be sexual and how they're sexual and what they do. And this is a, just a real, you know, bastardization, you know, of, uh, you know, of the truth. And, 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 and as a result of this, people have suffered for hundreds of years of, uh, uh, you know, this part of the darkness of the galut, of the exile, is we're exiled from the truth. And so they can sell us anything, and it's called tremendous trauma uh, in the human being. And, uh, 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 yes. In, in, in Torah, in Hebrew, sexuality is called zvugim. And it's interesting in the Zohar, which is uh, very sexual in many of its descriptions, that when it talks about the, you know, these great souls, minds coming together, they call it zvugim. 
because it wasn't an external meeting, it was an internal meeting. They could like enter into each other's minds. And, uh, uh, and, and, and truly this is what we all want, is to have that kind of closeness with people. Maybe not with everyone, but the people we want to be close to, we'd like to be really close to. And this is one of the signs of this disease causing us to be all hunkered down in our own little space. Uh, some with people, some without people. But, you know, as they say that, um, uh, you know, uh, space makes longing. And that we have to even walk outside and we have to stay like uh, six feet away from one another. Eventually, this is going to have a very positive effect, I, I believe, on the population because we'll start realizing that, you know, we really, you know, human beings are sexual. All our intercourse, whether it's, you know, sexual intercourse or speaking or, or merchant, the reason why we do it, you know, is because we come close to one another. One of the things that, that's really disappointed me in the progress of life, it used to be you could go into a store and actually have a conversation with someone. You know, have a, uh, uh, an interaction that could be extremely meaningful because a lot of things, you know, weren't known and you had to go to people to try to, you know, find out what to do and people would have to explain it and in that people would actually start uh, having a conversation with one another. But in our times where everything can be looked up on the internet, so, uh, you know, people who do that, they're, they're considered stupid. I mean, go look on the internet. And, uh, and so our, uh, you know, our, our interaction has become extremely shallow because, you know, the internet is very shallow. You know, it's just a screen. It's just a tiny veneer. And yet that's what, what we're fixated upon, uh, you know, because that's how we're knowing reality. And because of that, you know, you know, the people can get fucked. And, and well, what has happened? That all the creativity and all the life of our world, and particularly of our nation, which is getting hit very hard from this pandemic, uh, you know, just like China did, because maybe they are the big supplier and we're the big consumer. And, uh, and God is trying to give us a sign, this is not good for the people and this is not good for the earth. And no one knows when it's going to end, but it's probably going to end when we start changing our attitudes about things and realizing in this time of calamity, the greatest people on the earth right now are the doctors, not just doctors, but nurses and the assistants and all the people who work in this industry, because we all seem to have a common recognition that life is good. And we want to preserve life, whether a person, you know, is old or young or, or capable or not capable, because, you know, none of us know how we got here, how we have the um, merit to be here. And certainly none of us have the right to say, well, this person shouldn't be here. And uh, but corporations, they don't have that same feeling. They don't look at the soul. They just look at the number. And, and, and as a result, we've made a very large, rich class of people. And every time the stock market goes up, we make more of them. And, and these rich people, and I'm not against rich people, we need a certain amount of rich people, we need a certain amount of poor people. But we have way too many rich who buy way too many things and do way too much traveling and partying that is polluting the world. And everyone else is suffering, so these dudes can do it. You know, we can watch it on TV. And, and this just has nothing to do with God's great world, which is coming to conclusion in 220 years. And we find ourselves 40 years from the beginning of the Regan economics, which has really been the perpetrator of all this misery and war. And at a time where the president who was uh, elected in the year 5777, and at inauguration was 70 years, seven months, and seven days. 
and who has a man of absolutely no compassion, whose focus is only on money, and, uh, and to continue this ridiculous uh, way of life that's just consuming the entire earth, so a few people can have pleasure, and when they've finished with Earth, they're going to go up in heaven and, you know, up in space and go have a party up there. And, uh, uh, and now that we see it, now is the time to say no, because it can only work if we buy into it. And we see that we bought into it, and what did we get? In the end, a lot of rich people and everyone else who couldn't afford to live beyond one paycheck. And, and this is just an absurdity. And uh, uh, it's not a matter of Republican or Democrats. It's a matter of the people saying, we're not going to live like this anymore. I mean, we, we, we have everything. We can build everything. We could build housing for the poor. We could, we could uh, clean up all the rivers. Uh, we, we could make our country the most beautiful country on earth. And really, that's the competition it should be on earth, that each country competing to be the most beautiful that they can, in the same way that we want our body, every part of our body, to be beautiful. You know, and uh, if there's one part of the body that's not, we feel insufficient, lacking. And certainly we should feel that way, you know, in our world. If there's one country or one person in the world who is having a hard time, we need to fix it. We need to be beautiful because we are ending the 6,000 years of man, which is in the word of, in the number 666 and uh, 777. The 666 makes 18 which is life, and 777 makes 21, which is the future name of God, yeah, which is the indication of death. One has to die, not the name of God's going to die, but it's going to, you know, it's going to move on to another name. And so uh, this death has been visited upon us now. It means the death of a way of life. That 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 uh, that where the only important thing is the bottom line, and this is actually changing even before this virus. That many corporate and people who worked in them said we're no longer working for the bottom line. We want to make sure that our effort in this corporation is helping uh, the community, and and certainly that kind of sentiment is going to grow more and more now that we've all experienced getting fucked by our own country, by our own leaders. And, and we see no matter what we do, there's always a way out. They can do this or that to continue this. And this has become a law, you know, has become a cancer. And, and progress itself has become a cancer, which I think is another thing we see about this epidemic that is taking out the old and the, and, and the weak. And I think the, you know, the, uh, 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 the message in this is don't be, I mean, you know, we fear dying, but don't be afraid of death. The next world, the, the main thing we have to be afraid of is being embarrassed because you can't forget how you lived in the next world. It's going to be there and you have to deal with it. And the main thing is for things we do wrong in this world, you know, we should repent, make it right with the person, do the right thing, you know, and, and, and therefore we go into the next world, you know, we won't be seen as someone who did something wrong, but as someone who did, so, you know, who did something wrong, but repented, made it good patched it up. And there's a very good thing in the world that says that the repentant stands higher than the righteous. But the righteous say it's only because they smell so bad. That's why, you know, they had to be a separation. It's something like that. Anyways, you know, there's jokes even in heaven. But uh, sexuality is no joke, and the way that uh, uh, women are treated and, and being trafficked is something, you know, these are the things where our resources, you know, and our abilities to uh, get into every aspect of life needs to be utilized. None of us need our privacy so much that the children and, 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 and young women are being uh, treated like this. And we can all give up our privacy if, you know, if it will change that. And we're going to stop warring with one another. More and more we're seeing that we're a world, a beautiful world, that we're all the same in the world. We're human beings. We come from the same human being. Whatever one person feels, in a sense, that's what we all feel. 
We're all different aspects of the human being, and we're all here in this world called tikkun to fix, to truly fix the human being. And 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 you know, it's hard to fix oneself because you're your own, you know, uh, you know, you're your own advisor. And uh, we need to be with other human beings to talk and, and, and to understand things and to have compassion and need compassion. All these things, in a sense, are part of the spiritual uh, uh, kind of sexual analogy that's happening now. While, and one might think that 666 is good and, you know, 777 is good in casinos, you know. But the 777, seven, seven, 7 is good, it's beautiful, it's woman. And in a sense, that is the end, you know, man's all thing is about, you know, culminating in woman. And when that happens, man is happy. But, uh, uh, you know, in our time, the, 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 this has really been frustrated and manipulated into a very male uh, uh uh, society that in many ways have to do with the church because the church is very male oriented yet we're going into a thousand years of woman and of peace and man has to really come forward and 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 be a man because this is who we will be when the six thousand years are over just collectively whoever we are and if we can really change the earth into a beautiful place for women, then this will be of great merit to the human being, to the man. And, and we'll be able to merge the 6,000 years of man into the 7,000 years of woman, and there will be a beauty and a, and a pleasure like no other beauty in the world. And uh, so anyways, this has been my uh, little episode on, uh, uh, on sexuality. And uh, uh, and uh, again, I want to just mention these uh, uh, things which have been really skewed in the law that there need not be the fight about abortion because uh, a woman can uh, terminate, that's the word I was looking for, can terminate a pregnancy before 41 days and it's not an abortion. According to, uh, uh, to the two um, prophetic scripts in the world, the Torah and the Quran, and corroborated also by medicine. And the same with, with, with homosexuality, that is only prohibited from, uh, from the Jewish male, not from the female. And also it's interesting to note that women, uh, being with men, is not considered sexual. That's why... They're allowed to do it. That's not considered, a, that's just considered very normal to women. And I remember as a child growing up, you know, in San Francisco, that uh, one of the things I kind of really envied about the girls, one, they were always so clean. I could never figure that one out. And, you know, their dresses, their little white socks, I could never quite understand, you know, my socks would stand up, you know, with, without me in them. And, but, but the other was they would always go holding hands and, and hugging each other. And that just seemed such a beautiful thing. You know, boys could only touch each other, you know, basically you had to hit one another. That was the only touching that happened. And it's interesting to see how this has evolved, and particularly from the 60s, at the end of the 60s, which was 5730, which is the half-life of carbon-14, and, uh, and, and suddenly, uh, sexuality blossomed. Because in the 50s, you know, on TV, they weren't allowed to have a, a, like a double bed. All the beds had to be single beds, like twin beds. You could never give the inference that man and woman even slept together. And uh, now you see everything on TV, video, everything is out there, because this is the time of Yisod, which is sexuality, and we're closing in on the culmination of this time, a very creative time, that the Renaissance began 700 years uh, ago, you know, these the, are the, the 780 years into the time of Yisod, and it's when the Kabbalah became revealed, uh, uh, the, the, the end of the last thousand year period, Ahod ended with the uh, Zohar being transmitted to the earth. And then began sexuality, which was the, uh, which is all this creative energy 
coming to this culmination. The culmination is the the uh, uh, the merging of man with woman in 220 years, and so all this time should be looked at as foreplay, and the foreplay shouldn't be forcing. This foreplay should be, you know, really feeling one another and really helping one another and helping this uh, uh, galactic merging, uh, uh, merging to happen in the most beautiful way, in the most consensual way. And uh, th this is really the time that we're in. And uh, the main thing is we have to recognize when we're getting fucked. And we have to say, nah, man, that's not, that's not the kind of sexuality we want. Not in society, not in government. You know, we want it to be something that really helps one another. You know, one is not having sex and watching the stock market. You know, it's a, and, and, and this is a time of birth, and, and when woman is giving birth, man needs to be attentive to what woman needs. And, uh, you know, the Torah is always, throughout, is very uh, focused on trying to, uh, 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 you know, trying to put safeguards up so women are not hurt. But we have to respect the law and respect the wisdoms uh, of these laws. And we have to be able to respect the world, all the people in the world, all the countries of the world. And the world is a globe which is suffering from uh, the, 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 the tourist industry of the rich people. These boats and planes and spaceships. And, you know, it's not what we need. We need to take care of the young people and the women. And this seems to me to be the message of the old, and I'm an old person too, of, uh, you know, of dying from this. And uh, that money should be spent and resources should be spent on the future. The, the uh, baby boomers, which I'm proud not to be part of, uh, uh, has been the greediest uh, generation ever. And they've just eaten up everything. They've polluted the world. And, you know, enough is enough. You did it. Now we need to undo it. And uh, that should, you know, and since the people run everything, we can stop everything. You know, we can boycott, you know, the economy. There's a million things that we can do. And, and this virus is bringing us closer together. Because I think we're recognizing the government is inept of taking care of people. They're only good at making war and money. And, uh, and the more we take care of one another, the more uh, as this fades away, it will be replaced by something that is uh, uh, human-based instead of corporate or money-based. All right. Anyways, so this has been Galut Radio. And the, uh, the purpose of Galu Radio is brought to you by um, uh, KabbalisticNews.com. encourage you to go there and, uh, uh, you know, uh, look at my website, check out my books, uh, my course, and um, uh, uh, videos. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, uh, you know, the, I, I'm trying, you know, I, I've studied these things for many years, 50 years, and the best I can do at this point, you know, I'm not supposed to really leave my house, so the best I can do at this point is try to transmit, you know, these really beautiful ideas, you know, uh, these really seminal ideas of, uh, uh, of life that have not been uh, openly taught and need to be, because the whole idea is to bring the, the, you know, these ideas down to the world, so the whole world can understand, not just one segment of the world. Uh, so um, with that, thank you very much for uh, listening to this broadcast, and, uh, you know, may God bless you all with, with light and peace uh, in your life, and, and to lead a life that you can be proud of uh, when you enter into heaven. And uh, because in the end, we are all one human being. And all the little stars we're engraved out of are really one big light that uh, we're all part of. And none of us want to be the darkness in the light. And uh, there's a way to make light out of everything. The darkest 
uh, situation, light can come out of it. We've seen it generation over generation that this is true. And uh, But we're the human being, and, and this world is a difficult place to live in. And, uh, and, and the best we can hope for is the uh, good God who is everywhere to everyone all the time will protect us and, and, and give us light and uh, lead us to love one another. And, uh, and we should all be proud.